You are now listening to King's Court Podcast, sponsored in part by The Hub Studios. Yeah, daily. King's Court Podcast, my name is Kyle, K-I-N-G, Harmon of Phoenix Productions Group. We are back in the house, season two, episode two as well. We got a whole lot on the agenda today. Um, We got some new partnerships in the house. Um, You'll hear from them shortly, Mr. Dwayne Hayes of Noise um, here locally in Omaha, Nebraska. He's going to talk about big things popping and little stuff stopping. But before we get into all of the ratchetness and the gavel reports and all the other stuff that we normally talk about, I'm going to have my royal cohorts introduce themselves. We start with the ladies, of course, Queen of the Manor. Hey, 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 what's up, y'all? This is Queen Ree. Hey. And uh, we on a name change thing going on here. I got to check her ID. She's going to tell you who she is today. <laughs> I'm still a tech goddess, and we're going to stick with that right now. But uh, <laughs> We're in flux about we're the name. We're in flux. We're in flux. We might be retiring that name. So right now, we're, I'm, it's your girl, the tech goddess. There it is, Miss Tara Granberry Tillman with her grand name. Um, fellas? It's your boy, Ricky Bobby, Ricardo Burton on the mic. Man at arms. Yeah, it's the prime minister, Matt Hamilton. Dropping some knowledge for y'all. There it is. And you know, the best for last, your boy known as Bowtie, Walt Williams, King Juster in the house. Best for last? What that means? <laughs> Playboy. Man, he's been feeling froggy all I know, he's been feeling night. himself all day. That's right. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm my bowl of courage, so. <laughs> <laughs> so. I always got to almost fire somebody every week. I promise, <laughs> man. I promise, bruh. So, um, we got... A lot of things to talk about, man. Um, one of the first things I want to talk about, even though I'm going to get into it a little bit deeper, but I'm going to start off with some good news. When it, We're going to extract some goodness out of the ratchet report with Cookie later. But Miss um, Kenya Moore says she's blessed after pregnancy reveal talk. Um, she talks of a surrogate for her next one, reports, um, who is this, people.com. So she did reveal last night that she is expecting sometime in the fall. They don't know um, the sex or anything yet. So her and her husband, Mr. Daly, they are expecting their first one. That's awesome. So congratulations to them. Um, but that show was a hot mess last night, but we'll talk about that later. Um, one thing I want to talk about um, is crazy to me, but I hate this bank. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Wells Fargo Wells is... Fargo. Wells Fargo. Y'all oh, feel it? Man, Wells yeah. Fargo. <laughs> is it still in business? Right. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yo, I'm just kind of like, God forgive me. I know it's wrong, but I'm a Scorpio, so revenge is our thing. Mm. But, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of like, yeah. Um, they're facing potential record fines over auto mortgage abuse and probably a whole bunch of other stuff like they did me. Um, Ooh, got him. Get yeah, him. Mm. got him. Um, well, this is reporting CNBC.com. Wells Fargo is facing a record fine of at least several 
hundred million dollars for consumer abuses, according to a report, says that the bank was labeled under a false, a fake account scandal, and um, other black eyes since I don't know what black eyes mean. I guess that's some financial term. Since September 2016, is being targeted by the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. So this is crazy. Like this is probably one of the biggest banks in the world. Um, going a little bit more into the story, it says Well Fargo faces. Oh, I already read that. The bank, which has labored under a fake account scandal and other black eyes. Oh, I already said that too. Um, the bank already has paid 100 million dollars to CFPB a CFPB penalty to settle the fake accounts issue in which employees open some 3.5 million accounts for customers without their knowledge. Man. Employees involved were trying to meet aggressive sales goals um, and have since been discontinued. That fine was a part of a $185 million settlement Wells made with various authorities. So, um, yeah. That's insane. I just tell you, pressure is, pressure is tough. That is insane. I got an email the other day from Wells Fargo. I used to bank with them, talking about if I wanted to possibly state a claim against them or something. I didn't know where it came from. And now you, you're talking about this now. That's That blows my mind. So you need to go find that email. That's that's crazy. So we can get that money. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is yes. The words I can say is you don't qualify. Uh, I got my check. I got my check. Oh, I, oh, I gotta get on the mic. Oh, you, yeah, you got a fraudulent? You had a fraudulent? No, off, no, so off. Can we get a loan? Um, mic, Mika. <laughs> Grab a mic. There's mine, whoever's. What up? This is Mika, Minnesota Radio 101.3 of him. And I'm here with Dewan. What's up? And the noise crew. And yeah, I got my check. I got all my monies from Wells Fargo. <laughs> monies, monies. Not only did they get sued for that, they also got sued for excessive overdraft fees and poor banking Poor banking practices, and that's where I got my check from. Okay, wow. Can wow, I get along? nice. So, yeah. so go to Corral Buffet on Mika. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It, it was only $9, so I. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. 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 Oh, girl, you could have left that. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> I thought it was a pizza. I was just going to say. You can't even go Corral for that. Yo, no, you can't. Drive through now. Well, I'm just going to say good luck to all the people that have been scammed and good riddance to Hell Fargo. Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, oh, are we going to say well, something real yeah, quick? I was going to say one thing. It really, in the grand scheme of things, it don't matter. It's the Rothschild's money anyways. It's just going to transition from one. This is true. From one well, I thought to the Rothschild's another. was J.P. Morgan Chase. And they own, every, they, I think it's like over 90% of world banking. So okay. I'm sure Wells Fargo's included. Oh, <laughs> probably so. One yeah, like they just <laughs> sand in one hand, air in the other. There it is. So, um, yeah, but I also forgot that we do have a special guest that called in today, and y'all have to forgive me, my man. Forgive me, genius. But my man, um, my business partner in crime and legal things, Mr. Matt Hamilton. We're going to um have him introduce his guest, and we're going to interview him for the podcast tonight and talk about his music. And some of the things that he's done. So go ahead and introduce him and let him chime in. All right, yeah. Genius, we got you on the line. Hey, what's going on? Why don't you go ahead and tell people a little bit about yourself? Well, you know, I'm an artist. You know, I make music, you know, produce. 
you know, write lyrics, you know, I sing, rap, and, you know, we got a dope album coming up. It's called Castles in the Sky, and it's coming out in May, and I'm really excited about it. You know, it's a song, you know, a whole bunch of songs are just reaching out to the public and, and just, you know, talking about what's going on today, today's world. And that's that's May 18th, right? That's May 18th, man. Okay, okay. Hey, man, I'm going to give you over to the to the main man, the king, and he's going to ask some questions, and uh, we're going to get into it. Oh, perfect. Let's do this. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Thank you so much for your patience, man. Sorry to have you on hold for so long. That's um, not a problem. Um, so, yeah, I want to ask you a couple questions. Matt been telling me some good things about you. And, you know, so we'll get in your business a little bit. And um, first of all, I know that he you said you have the name. Well, the title of your album is Castles in the Sky. Yeah, man. Yes. So did Stevie it, um, inspire you for that? Because that's like a Stevie lyric, isn't it? Or something? Or... I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, it was just something that, uh, it was more, it was more like just an epiphany. I was just like, you know, I like, I like being up in hills. You know, I think when you're in a higher, you know, level, you can see everything. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're in a different level in life and you start to see things clearly. Right. And I think that, you know, my vision um, it's just, it's just that it's about that. It's like, you know, we should always, you know, uh, set, there should be no glass ceiling. Right. Basically, you know, we sky's the limit, you know, you should always be like, you know, shooting for the stars, you know, to the sky. And, and that's what that's, this, this album is about, you know, shooting for those stars. That's what's up, man. So tell us about your genre, um, like your background in music, um, and what, what should we expect from Castles in the Sky? Tell us a little bit about that and give us also a little bit of background about you. Yeah, well, I mean, I started hip-hop in Japan. You know, that's where I fell in love with hip-hop. You know, I was like 19, you know, and I was a DJ out there in Osaka. Okay. And I, you know, I got very familiar with the freestyles of the hip-hop culture out there, so I used to freestyle a lot. And then at that time, you know, when I came back to the States, you know, um, I basically... I went to school, you know, for for music to learn and study it and to really know how to compose it, to, you know, talk about arrangements and then just be like more like a producer as well, you know, with the production. And along the way, you know, I dealt with people, you know, in the music industry, you know, I dealt with Chrisette Michelle. Uh, Chrisette Michelle did, you know, records with Nas and, right. you, know, um, you know, other people in the industry, the cross. You know, right. and um, you know, just performed in certain places, mm -hmm. and you know, I just started just feeling the love for it. But then it took it; it was just more like just performing and just loving the performing aspect of it. Okay. And then you know, um, recently I just been coming to a conclusion where you know I, I'm a, I love performing, but I also want to reach you know a lot of people through music. You know, because social media is so popular right now. You know, it's a perfect opportunity to use social media to, you know, spread the word and to give people, you know, some organic music, you know? Definitely, man, definitely. So you were you were on the road or you just were inspired with Chrisette? Yeah, man, it was, I was blessed and fortunate, to be honest with you. I'm not going to lie, like, to travel, like, to live in London mm -hmm. and, and travel to Japan. That was just because of family ties and connections, mm -hmm. you know? So it was more like I was exploring music because like a mad scientist. Right. You know, just exploring music and, and growing up with it was cool because, you know, I had people in my family that were in music as well. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you know, I have people in the music industry now 
and my family that are involved in the, you know in, in the game. Right. So it was just kind of like just enjoying music and enjoying the culture because my family was just built around music. Okay. Know? Yeah. So, so it's just like just yeah. So um, you were you going you went overseas for like you said you had family ties over there. So when you yeah. got there is when you got linked up with Chrisette. I know you also did some stuff with Puffy back in the um yeah, old, yeah, old Justin days. Yeah, was in college, in Five Towns College. Right. Five Towns College is a music school where right. you know, Mariah Carey went there, Wyclef Jean went there, um, the guy from um, the um, Maroon 5 the band, you know, um, definitely a lead singer. He went to that school as well. Okay. So this is a school where all of us went to. You know. Oh wow. Um, the yeah, so we all went to that school, Five Towns College. So okay. that's how we had connections. And um but the thing with the Diddy restaurant, it was an opportunity because at that time, um, you know, I don't know, that's what I was started to explore. I would say like faith based music where you're just talking about this positive music, positive, you know, you know, inspiration, things like that. And we had an opportunity to perform there. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like one of those events where you know, you pay a couple hundred dollars to perform in front of a, a group of people hoping to win a competition. Okay. It was more like, you go there, perform, expose yourself, and meet people. You know, network. This is your opportunity. And your family's taken care of. We'll pay for their dinner and all that stuff. Okay. That's all good. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, good definitely. I, I always that's, perform that's for a state. Cool. I always perform for a steak at Justin's if I wish they were still open. So was that at the one in Atlanta or one of the other locations? Which Justin? That was the one downtown in um, New York City. Um, okay. It was yeah, downtown, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. And so how was it like um, getting to perform and, and, and being around Miss Chrisette Michelle? Because we all know about the whole big controversy last year. So... Was she always kind of... I know she's a free spirit. I saw on the R&B Divas and stuff. <laughs> so tell us about that experience, my brother. I mean, I mean <laughs> you know, she's a free spirit. Yeah, yeah she's a free spirit. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> we know. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, she's a free spirit. I mean, I think, I think you know, um, the, the experience of my personal experience, my personal experience with her is that... um. It was, um, we were in the same school. Okay. And um, she was very competitive, man. You know, very competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, she was really into her music. Like, she was one of those artists that, you know, she's always practicing, always singing, always getting into acting. Right. She was a part of theater as well. So she was a part of the theater department as well. And okay. I remember uh, I did a showcase and I was rhyming. And uh, she came up and she took money and she just threw it in front of me. And, and like, there was like dollar bills everywhere. And she was like, you take that, take that. And I was like, what? So I went wow. down and I met up with her and I talked to her. And I was like, yo, I love the way you are. Mm-hmm. And she was always the type of person that was, t- some people may think that she's really out there, but no, she's really a deep person. She's really in tune um, with her spirituality. She's really, um, always working trying to be better herself you know to be honest with you you know right um and uh, i had a pleasure of being in her presence man i was it was an honor being around her because she always took care of me you know everywhere i went you know, she made sure i was always taken care of very polite to my my family right um which is very important 
Definitely. You gotta be polite to the family, you know. Um, I know that's just right. Very, very, very polite with the family. So if you could be polite with the family, right, <laughs> and, and, and polite with business, I'm cool. I love it. That's what's up. So, uh, one more question that I had was um, also about your experience with with track formers. Yeah. So, talk yeah. to us about that and how that went down. Oh, man, that's a blessing, too. Also, a guy, his name is Ben, he went to Five Towns College as well. Mm -hmm. So, as you can see, there's another connection. Yeah. Um, with uh, the school itself. So, it shows you that the school does have, you know, great talent that comes out of it. You feel me? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, so with um, Benny from Trackformers, he, he made, you know, he made a couple of beats for my brother as well, who also has, uh, he had, you know, records with Cardi B, my brother. Okay. Um, my, my brother, his name is Josh. And we all went to the same school, so uh, Benny and Josh, my brother, went to the same, they were in the same class. So I hit him up on the, in the internet, mm -hmm. and he was like, yeah, man, we're doing big things, you know, we, we, we did a beat with 50. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, no doubt. Okay. <laughs> so was that like which which fifty album was that like? Was I that... think uh, I think um, I think I want to say it's get money. I don't. I want to say it's get money. It was one of his big records, man. He did, and that's what kind of put him on the map. In my school, like he was known for the dude that had the connections with fifty. That's wow. what he was known for. But when he graduated, he created Trackformers. Gotcha. And then Trackformers is like a group of other individuals with the production team. Right. That that produce like a Off the Rip, for example. Off the Rip um, with French Montana. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That song right there, that's them. Oh, wow. Okay. Which which is amazing. You feel me? Yeah, I like it's that. Like, that's the type of stuff he made it back in the day in school, you know. It was like, you know, he made it, like, they, they, they produce... They produce records that was just dope, you know, gutter sometimes, but they, they're musicians. Right. Because, so Five Towns, you know, Five Towns almost a little musician. That's what's up, man. So, yeah, so, I know you mentioned right now the queen of the moment, Miss Cardi B. I know you got some ties to her and everything. So, what was that when, did you meet Cardi, like, during her love and hip hop years, or no, I mean just me and Cardi off the connection and family. Like once again, to the music industry with me, you know, I was always in the cut. Mm -hmm. I was always in the cut, mingling, um, you know, understanding music and and seeing how game is being, you know, run. You know, uh, because I I felt like if you're gonna be in this, in this game, you gotta have the right blueprint. Mm -hmm. You know, so I've just been around, fortunate to be around family ties once again um, through Cardi um, to be close enough to see the development of how she became who she is. You know, so it's like it makes me feel inspired because uh, dealing with those individuals, mm -hmm. I can do it too. You know, so right. Um, it's, it's just basically having the right team. True. You know, um, if you have the right team and, and, uh, you guys are devoted and, you know, you guys are all hungry and pushing for the same goal. You never fail. This is you true. Know, right, right team, you know, it's just, I just strongly believe in that and I've seen it with my own two eyes. I've seen, you know, hardworking people uh, create, you know, a, a rising star, man, like, who was, you know, blew up quickly. I've seen it. Right. Um, First hand. 
Gotcha. You got <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's inspiring, man. <laughs> that's what's up, man. So, yeah, you got a firsthand account of, of this new superstar. <laughs> So uh, I, I got one question. I'm gonna combine two into this one because you got to start wrapping it up. So, but at the end, I want to get to talking about your single that um, you have coming out, um, yeah. and also KSR. Can you tell us about that? Both of those, real quick. Well, KSR is just a, a management team um, that is responsible for uh, once again people that you know I, I you know associate with uh, like Cut Celebrity. And you know, Cardi B's under their production right now. Okay, um, that's the management group. With my single, my single was something that is self, is something that I'm putting out. Okay, um, originally because I'm confident um, with it. You know, it's called Warrior. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my personal uh, beliefs, my personal thought in the music industry. So I'm not gonna really. I'm gonna be saying truthful things. Okay. That like, some people may be like, "What are you doing?" Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What are you trying to do? You trying to bring you that? You trying to bring some unity? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to bring that, and I, you know, I'm trying to bring it really hard. So single warrior, mm-hmm. which is produced by Trackformers, okay, is a guaranteed record that can knock anything out of the ballpark. You can knock it out, home run. It's guaranteed. You know, it's 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 definitely me, hundred percent. You know, um, you know, arranged, you know, would help with production, track formats. Okay. All, all written by me, uh, featured Brooke D. Hart. You know, he's a white boy from PA. Okay. He's uh, he's doing his thing out here in PA. He's, uh, he's wrote things for MTV. So the guy in the hook, he's not some, you know, <laughs> he's not some regular dude. He's a, he's a, a dude that... He's somebody. Heard, Man, well, he's just a dude that, you know, he's into <laughs> rock. Right. You know, he's into that rock, you know, stuff. And I was like, yo, you know, <laughs> this is hip-hop. Right, right. You got to get, you know, get involved. Universal language, come on. Right. And, and he was like, all right, let me hear it. And he heard it, and then boom, that's it. Rest is history. He was like, all right, I'm into it. So, <laughs> so it just came together. <laughs> What yo yo? I'm not gonna lie to you. This this is top secret. Well, it's not. It's not gonna be top secret because it's probably gonna. Yeah, we about to blow it up. <laughs> we about to put it out there. But that song right there mm-hmm. with the with the hook, it had like maybe five writers. Okay. Wow. So it's crazy. Like so, it's like I don't even know how that even happened with Brooke. But Brooke had like five writers with him mm-hmm. with laptops. And I was like, all right, man, this is hip hop. <laughs> like, so you said, so you exposing his ghostwriters? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> is that what we're doing? <laughs> I mean, it's fine. We all know they got him. I mean, it's all good. You know. Hey, I don't know what happened, man. I think I wrote part of that hook too, man. Oh, wow. Well, make sure that publishing is right, homie. So, um, the one last thing I want to ask you then, well, I want two things to ask. I want to ask a favor of you, if that's possible. Um, okay. One is a favor and also to, um, you know, tell us about your social media. But before we get to your social media, before we wrap this interview up, do we have permission to, you know, bump your your, your cut on here, man? If so, can you get that to Matt so we can put it in, um, you know, on the producer and director's um 
timeline Listen, to throw it man, in there. I want, I'm giving you full author. I'm, I'm telling you, use it. I want you to spread the word. Let people know what's up. This is we're coming. That's what's this, up. This, this record, this record is for everybody. This is for, this record is for you. Mm-hmm. This record is for everybody. This work, this record is for world everybody. What well, everybody right? Well, if you, you know, can so. send, and then if you can, Matt can talk to you more about it later. About you know, if you can send as much of it, you know, whether it's separate, you know how you guys do when you send it to the DJs and stuff. But um, one last question, just go ahead on and shoot out your um, your social media and everything, so people can know where to find you, man. Yeah, definitely, you can definitely find me. You know, Instagram, just put Genius J. You know, put a three A and one U S Genius there on Instagram. You know, Liverpool Genius on SoundCloud. Definitely find me there. Okay. Also, you can find me on Twitter. Exantis Gene, find me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, just 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 Google Genius, J-E-A-N-I-U-S. So I spell it differently. Okay. You know, my, my name is Gene Ojean. You know, so I just add the I-U-S. You can just put that. Okay. You know, follow with an X, and you'll find me. That's what's and, up. And just follow me. I'll follow you. I'll Please support do. you. You send my stuff. I'll share your stuff. You know, show love, man. That's what it's about, man. Well, I'm going to see my mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he the knows who, who that voice is. You, just, you might want to tell him who you are. <clears throat> What's going on, bro? What's going on? This George. I go by GT Dime. Hold on. I hear myself in the headphones. I go by GT Dime Music. I'm the producer for the show. Uh, running things behind the mixer. But uh, I just dropped my mixtape, Fallen and Broken, March 25th. So I'm just trying to get some listens on that. All right. Yeah, man. Just say for real. Whatever. Like, let me hear it. Absolutely. You know, like, you know, like please, man. Like, I like listening to new music because it's like, you know, that's the only way you can expand. Definitely. This is true. Yeah. Definitely. You know, like, you got to listen to I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy, but that's how I feel. That's how I like, you know, I listen. That's how I feel like I get better. You know, some people like, they tell, I, I, I see a lot of social media stuff where they're like, listen to my music, listen to, the, to my music. And nobody wants to listen to their music. Like, no one likes it. No one even clicks on the link. No one shows no love. But I go in and I listen to it. You know, some, and my boy used, tells me sometimes, like, yo, why are you doing that? Why are you going to listen to that song for? And I'm like, because he's just like me, man. He's an artist, yo. He wants to be heard. Absolutely. And maybe he had, you know, maybe he has something that I need to hear. Definitely, you know definitely man. I'm with that. I, I listen to a lot of music I find on Facebook, too. We have a, a radio show. Uh, George, you're going to have to do your promos show. a little bit later. We got to wrap up and go to commercial break. So hold on. <laughs> so, 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 no, I was telling you to wrap it up. That's the wrap it up, homie. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> genius, man, we're going to keep you on pause if you don't mind sticking around. Um, and we'll make some more connections, but we're going to go and take a pause for the cause because we got a lot of other people in the house tonight, my brother. Oh, damn, damn. But, but listen, you will not be a stranger to this. We will definitely keep you in the loop and keep you on the show. So if you're willing to Skype in or, or phone in, you family now. You inducted. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. It's time to, it's time to go all the way up, man. That's, all the way up now. We're going to go all the way up for sure, 100% guaranteed. That's what's up, man. Well, we're going to go and take a pause for the cause, y'all. Genius going to, um, I'm going to turn you back over to Matt. And uh, we'll be back in a few minutes, y'all. King's Court Podcast with some more news you can use. We'll be right back. Y'all, I want to thank y'all for tuning in to the King's Court Podcast. 
Y'all been here riding with us. So stay on this ride, man. We're going to keep giving y'all this news you can use, entertainment, sports, little ratchetness, music, all sorts of commentary. We here for you. King's Court Podcast. Check us out on all podcast platforms such as iTunes, Podcast Republic, TuneIn Radio, wherever you can find us, support us. Go on our Facebook page. You won't be disappointed. After these messages, your boy Boltai will be back with you. All right. If you want to advertise your business or your event, contact us at kingscourtpodcast at gmail.com. King's Court Podcast. We back up in the house, y'all, and we are going to pitch it over to the queen of the manor. Go and talk about whatever you got to talk about, baby. What up, what up, what up, everybody? I want to talk about Cardi Cardi. So, Cardi B, she released her album on Friday, which is awesome because it is number one in the top 200 billboard. So, I want to say kudos to that. And then, the Top it off, find out that she's pregnant on SNL. And she's having a little baby girl. So I thought that that was really awesome because, you know, she come out with her album. She shows that she's pregnant with her cute little baby bum and find out she's having a little girl. The bad news is that she got like $800 butt injections. Oh, no. <laughs> How did we go from pregnant to booty injections? <laughs> you know, to match up. I, I, it was just a whole bunch <laughs> on her, so I had to, you know, tell everything. So, yeah. I, the, so, when she found out she was pregnant and she... I guess, you know, when you gain weight, everything gets bigger. So, she was going to check at the place that she got her butt done to see if she can get something else done to it and come to find out that place is closed because someone else got their butt done there and they died. They fell off. They died? The booty died or they died? They They died. died. The booty dead too. Hey, I thought that's what she said. I'm sorry. No, the person died. died. So the place is not no longer existent. And then to come to find out, they were putting bad silicone injections into people, which is spreading into their bloodstream and killing people. So, thank God Cardi is fine. Her baby is fine. For now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to say for now. I want to, you know, no bad voodoo on her with her, her booty. Well, she's stuffing her butt. So, <laughs> so I mean, you shouldn't, you can't be squeezing on her, Ricky Bobby. No squeezing on her, her booty. It was just fine. <laughs> oh Maybe it was fine because of the injections. But anyway, so this was before her stardom <laughs> when she had got the injections, and she thought that it was a reputable place, but she only spent eight hundred dollars when she did it. They said most of the time when you get some type of injections is at least. Uh, up to $10,000, so depending on exactly where they go or whatever. And it's months of injections. And she only got one time injected. So they were just saying a lot of different things that people need to do their research, don't trust a lot of places. So, um, so yeah, so she was all over the headlines for her booty, her belly, and her album. But <laughs> okay. I want to say congratulations, though, to her for her uh, album, her 
her performance that she did on SNL was beautiful. Um, I felt like that was a heartfelt song in regards to um, Offset cheating on her and stuff like that. But I definitely want to say congratulations to her having a baby girl and success of her album. But yes, I had a lot to talk about Miss Cardi B. I do like her. I am a fan, but I just... I feel that. I feel ain't nothing wrong with being a fan. Yeah, be a fan. She doing her thing. She doing her thing. Yeah. That, that makes me think of something I need to do. And next week I need to open up a booty ejection place. I'm gonna charge five hundred dollars <laughs> no. one time. Just five hundred. No, you won't be able to get away with that. <laughs> that fake silicone ain't no joke. So hopefully Cardi B will be okay, her and her baby. Because yeah, that, that's that true. does travel through your bloodstream. It creates nodules where you have to um, actually. Go and, and have them removed. It can cause gangrene, sepsis. That yeah, it those yeah, it blood injections situation. are no. Yeah, the, it, no. It, it, it turns no out is the, and then if it settles mm-hmm. and cre- uh, cre- becomes really hard, then it can cause your behind to be misshapen. Uh, case in point, um, Black China. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> oh. Just well, There's a whole bunch of them out there. Not wow. just Black China. No, absolutely. Not just Black China, but you know, yeah. we get to see her live and in color all the time. So, and and there is no way you have a 24-inch waist and a 60-inch behind. That that's just not right. And yeah. people are well, snorting condoms. Anyway, let's go on and well, <laughs> Oh my God. So yeah. So thank you for that update on um right now, Miss B, Miss Miss Princess B. I won't say Queen B because Beyonce's Beehive and Lil' Kim and, and Nicki Minaj, somebody being Kane found my house. So uh, congratulations, Cardi. Uh, I'm feeling your newest single, too. I've been hearing on the radio all weekend. So I like a lot of her singles and stuff. And um, So do your thing, ma. Um, so now we're going to turn it over to um, our next segment is going to be in the hands of my business partner, the Prime Minister of the Kingdom. What's going as on, As well as we're going to have the tech goddess, uh, whoever she is this week, um, no, I'm just playing. Um, they're gonna kind of co-op on this thing. So y'all gonna teach us some things about um, technology and guruism and how to make money, something like that. <laughs> all right, well, whatever they're gonna talk about, y'all handle it. All right, all right. So last uh, last episode, I, we were talking about. I kind of hinted at critical thinking and stuff like that, and pretty much how to, uh, you know, how to. On the fly, deduce things and make smart judgment calls. <clears throat> so this time, I'm just going to call her Tara, <laughs> the tech goddess. <laughs> you guys can play polymorph names on your own time. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, we're going to go ahead and we're going to bring you a real live example of something that you can do today, tomorrow. You can set a goal for yourself. Um, so just listen up. The, uh, the definition of critical thinking According to the internet, we all know the internet's always right. <laughs> it isn't. Uh, oh, okay. Ask Wikipedia. I'm sure they got the answer on there. Okay, <laughs> I do. Um, is an objective analysis and evaluation of an issue in order to inform judgment. Simply put, when you think about something from multiple angles without having a predetermined answer in your head. Hmm. So, how is that going to benefit? You know, what are we going to talk about as far as how it can, what it can mean to you. Well, we're going to start with job hunting. You know, one of the things, you know, a lot of people really just don't know how to do or really maybe not even aware of is, um, I guess I'll take it back to the beginning. Back in the day, they used to buy slaves. So they give you a, a nickel 
I think this might have been right after slavery was about to end and indentured servitude was coming or something, but they would buy you for a nickel and then that you'd be theirs forever for the rest of your life. So I look at that and I don't see that so different as you getting paid minimum wage, right? Because just like you can't live off of a nickel, I don't know too many people with a family who can make it happen without outside assistance off a of minimum wage. So that's where I come up with the idea of slave wages, right? So when you're looking at where you're going to go to get a job or how you're going to progress yourself, how you're going to advance in life, you need to start with your bottom line, your baseline. What do you need? Like, what does it take to survive? Then what does it take to grow? So when you're looking at a job and you're contemplating a job or anything else, but in this instance, a job, we, we want to go through the who, what, where, when, why, and how. You can go online, you can go on Google, you can Google critical thinking. Uh, there's flowchart maps that pop up. I would suggest to do it mm -hmm. um, because, you know, you're only going to get the type of results from, it's only going to equal the effort you put in. So if you take it seriously, you're going to get serious results. So when you're hunting for jobs, uh, the first thing is, is who. Who does this benefit? Does it benefit you? Does it benefit the employer? Does it benefit your family? Um, you can answer that question simply, uh, is it bringing money in or are you having to spend too much money to get there? Um, is, it, is it helping you change? Is it helping you grow? Um, the next one being what? Is there an alternative? You know, what's the alternative to this job? If not this job, then what? What happens or what other job could there be? Um, is this job, you know, what about this job is getting in the way of my personal development? So that's another thing you need to, you need to ask. You know, we all want to have, uh, you know, we see the pictures of elderly folks that are retired and driving bands and we all grumble and gripe. All oh, these old people got all these nice cars. But, uh, you know, that's not going to happen at McDonald's. And it's not going to happen. It may not even, who knows? There may not be social security retirement for people even my age, 30 and up. So <clears throat> that being said, uh, that being said, you know, is this something where you can advance? Can you... Can you, you know, can you progress forward in this? Is it something that's going to work with you? Um, you know, go ahead, Tara. Tell it. So, to piggyback, to piggyback off of Matt, when we were talking off air, uh, I shared with him the story of how I got off of welfare. So, I was about 1993. 1993. A couple of things were happening. One. There was uh, Newt Gingrich was Speaker of the House, which is the third most powerful position in a government. And um, I was introduced to Mary Kay. And make a long story short, Mary Kay lady, you know, when you go to Mary Kay consulting, uh, make up little get togethers, they're excited about getting you signed up as a Mary Kay consultant. Well, when I couldn't pay the $102 to become a Mary Kay consultant, the Mary Kay consultant looked at me and she went from smiling to frowning and she said quite uh, matter-of-factly, women that are on welfare, my experience has been, don't want really want anything out of life. Oh. Wow. Wow. And with the combination of those two things and my husband um, getting caught cheating, that's another story. Oh, good God. Um, oh. I decided that it was time for me to make some changes. So using critical thinking, I looked at, and do you mind if I borrow this? Yeah, go right ahead. All right, fabulous. So the who, of course, would be me and my children. Who was going to benefit from me rising up off of welfare? 
we and I have a a um a girl and a boy. Both are grown and doing very well for themselves. Um but back in the day, my son was like 3 months and my daughter was 5. Oh wow. Um what what job was going to help me achieve getting off of welfare? And to get off of welfare, you had to get off of you meaning I was getting 464 a month, which is absolutely no money. Then food stamps and Section 8 and Medicaid. Well, I had to find a job that was going to give me, allow me all of those things right. um, where I would be totally, completely self-sufficient. So it was going to either be IT or it was going to be nursing. I wasn't into blood, so I chose IT. I went into and looked to see what it would take for me, uh, what job in IT what was a job that was going to give me what I needed? And I estimated that I was going to need about 40000 a year. So networking. Networking was going to be the thing. Mm-hmm. So I went to Metro and took classes on networking. So uh, and you mean, And you're meaning IT tech stuff? I mean networking, meaning when networks are where you, you have a... You have a, to make it real plain, you have a server. Okay, that's what I thought, yeah. And you have PCs, and you have, most of the time you have printers, what they call peripherals. Mm -hmm. So you have your PCs that are connected to the server. Okay. There are several different types of networks, and back in the day, there were star topology networks, and um, and I'm trying to think of the other ones, but um, Ethernet is... Well, one of the protocols, TCP/IP, things of that nature. Right. But that was net. That's networking. Right. So I said, okay, I'm going to go into networking. That's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Went to school for two years. Got a scholarship to go to UNO. Went to UNO. But then I got a, a full time get or no, I take it back. I got a internship at Union Pacific. Mm-hmm. That internship turned into. Go ahead. Real quick, was that internship before? You actually started classes at UNO, or when did that come into play? The internship started right about when I got the scholarship to go to UNO. And um, once I got that internship, it turned in from an internship to a consulting full-time position, and then it turned into a position with Union Pacific. So once I got that, I relinquished the scholarship and let someone else, because you, I could get my degree through UP, um, and not have to, and someone else could benefit from going back to school that's and getting honorable. their degree. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's what a goddess yeah. would do. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. You're welcome, ma'am. I appreciate you. Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> in the choir, say amen. Hallelujah. She coming to Honda. She left in a Lexus. Yes, and- God. <laughs> Praise him. <laughs> so. <laughs> so the win, the win. How long was it going to take? Mm-hmm. And so the win and the how. I mean, you know, how long was it going to take for me to get off my get on my feet, mm-hmm. become self sufficient? And Metro was associate's degree, but I ended up getting my bachelor's degree from uh, from Bellevue University. But Metro was a so- associate's degree, mm-hmm. so it was only going to take me two years to get off of welfare, be totally and completely self sufficient. Wow. Right? Yeah. So, um, and then, so the, the why was pretty, I wanted to be self-sufficient. I want to be a woman. I've for a long time wanted to be a woman of independent means. So there's the why. I want to be self-sufficient. I want to be, I wanted my kids to, I wanted to leave a legacy for my children. I remember I was dating a guy at the time 
who used to tell me that um, because I wanted to, um, I wanted to be successful. I wanted to own stock. I wanted to own my own home. I wanted to send my kids to college. Mm-hmm. That I was being white. And for a long time, for about a couple what? weeks, you know, we'd have this conversation and yeah. I didn't really understand what was going on. Yeah, I know and finally we heard I said, that before. So yes. let me make sure I understand what you're saying. You're saying because I want to be successful, I want to be a woman of independent means, I want to be able to put my kids through college, that I want to be white. Is that what you're saying? And he said, yes. I said, well, then I'm going to have to change my name to Goldie Hawn, sweetie, because I'm going to be white. Get your money. There is nothing wrong with bag. being a woman of color. And being self-sufficient, being successful, that's where, that's our, that is our legacy. That's been our legacy. Slavery is just an afterthought. Slavery is something that was done to us. But we were kings and queens long before America came. So to Wakanda just, forever. All right. <laughs> so that was my who, what, where, why, and how of how I got off of welfare. That's an awesome story, Todd. Thank you. Thank, thank you for sharing Seriously. that. Seriously. Awesome. I have one more question for you. Would you say that it's true now that even going so far as getting a bachelor's degree is kind of nowadays unnecessary? Absolutely. You can stick with even an associate's degree in certified learning, maybe not even an associate's degree, depending on the kind of work experience you have. Right. And half of the certs you can get online for... Oh, for $10. Right. Free. Yep. By the way, if y'all hear all of what's going on <laughs> in the background of my show, <laughs> we, we're we hood adjacent. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> um, so I just want that to be known. These are not sound effects that I've chosen. Yeah. <laughs> it's what downtown South it's Omaha report, report. has chosen. <laughs> we, we could have played it off. Everybody knows Ohio players. Fire. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, anyway. Well, thanks, thanks, Tara, for, for you know, for, for, uh, for helping me out with this, uh, this first segment we're doing with that. And that'll be to be continued because I want y'all to expound on that, you know, what the options outside of, you know, going out for bachelor's, master's, and doctorates and all this kind of stuff because I know plenty of people who have those things and don't have nowhere near the job that they've been trained in school to get. But um, so that's a great to be continued. So y'all, you know, post that, put a post-it on it, and uh, bring that back next week. Right now, we're gonna take another pause for the calls. Pause for the calls. And um, we'll be back. So go get some snacks with some more news you can use. King Squad Podcast. We'll be right back, y'all. All right, all right. This is Sharice Benton, aka Queen Re. Find me on Facebook at Multiply with Sharice, and that's S-H-E-R-I-S-E. It spells She Rise. Always remember, in order to see it, you have to visualize it. Hit me up to find out tips to multiply your business on social media. All right. Yo, you're listening to King's Court Podcast. We'll be right back. What's up, good people? This is your boy, Walt Williams, better known as Bowtie. Any of those companies out there that need that professional spokesperson, that brand ambassador to represent your brand out there in the market, letting people know what you do, get at me at WalterWilliamsJr.com and find out how I can help you grow. King's Court Podcast. King's Court Podcast. We are back. We got a couple more segments to go. We're going to go on and start it off with the uh, sports report. Then we're going to talk to some other people that are in the house, some great people I'm very happy to be with. But anyway... Um, I'll start fanning out and let Ricky Bobby come on and talk to us, man. All right, uh, local news as far as sports go, uh, the Omaha Beef, they're still sucking it up. Um, they went to one and three 
as they lose to the Bismarck Bucks uh, last weekend. That sounds like somebody they should have beat. I mean, it was it was a really close game. <laughs> they lost by one point. Mm-hmm. And turned out they actually lost at the end of the game, like three minutes left or like two and a half minutes left. Mm-hmm. Uh, their uh, kicker missed a 19, 19 yard field goal to lose the game. Mm. Oh, man. So uh, last week, uh, prior to that, they lost to the Bandits, I believe. And that was also a good game. They're all close lo- losses. So, I mean, they it's not like they're getting whooped, they're just not finishing the job. Did you take my stylus, by the way? No, I didn't. I think you still. I did it. You tripping. Finish your story. Anyways, so um, as far as my semi-pro team news, uh, we went to uh, Springfield, Missouri to play the Warriors. They are ranked. They were ranked number five in our league. The stylus was under his belly. Oh, by the way. Where everything, else, where everything else hides. Wow. In the crevice. And he blamed me. He did. He called you a thief. You from Chicago? He from Chicago. He they steal. No, I was just playing. Stereotype go ahead, go ahead, right dog. Now. I'm sorry. Anyways, he said they steal. They steal, but they run fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I have. I already have. Been there, done that. And. uh... Um, so we went to uh, Springfield, Missouri, played the the Central Warriors, and uh, that was uh, a whooping on their on their behalf. Uh, it was sixty four to forty four. Got him. Um, we we went up to we're still at number two at the uh, number two eight man semi pro outdoor in the country right now. The number one team, the State Fusion for State Four Fusion. From Joplin, Missouri, they are still at number three. They had to uh, cancel that game due to weather issues. I guess um, their sports complex, the city shut them down or something. There was some long, drawn-out things, but uh, it didn't make any sense because they wasn't willing to reschedule, and they already got another game they got to make up. There's some fishy things going on with them. But um, So this following week, uh, this Saturday, will be a home game. We play the... Uh, First City Calvary, uh, they're the only team in our league right now that's undefeated like us. So we're number one, they're number two in our league. It should be a good game. Uh, three o'clock at Rawson High. Um, that's where y'all be this weekend? Yeah, this weekend. Cool. Uh, $5 for anybody 18 and up and anybody younger is for free. Uh, there will be concessions, which are already yummy. Uh, they usually have some sort of game for the kids during halftime. Uh, I've been looking at the, the weather. It doesn't look like it's going to be amazing outside, but um, it's always good to watch a really good football game. Make sure you bring your coats. So That's All what's right. up, man. Appreciate the local news. Uh, shout out. Uh, um, we're going to send prayers for y'all. So y'all keep winning, brother. And so <laughs> over to Mr. Billy D of uh, Omaha. <laughs> Talk to us with your scarf on. Your no problem. I'm just going to get my Colt 45 for you. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I just want to get a sports report. Not a lot going on right now. Um, this is a time of sports where we're kind of in the middle. We just finished up the NCAA tournament. Congratulations to Villanova. They put the stomping on the last two teams that they beat. Unbelievable. I think they hit like 15 three-pointers on, on Kansas, and then they wrapped up and took it on home for the team they played the next day. Now we got the um, draft that's coming up. And baseball just started, so we just got 100, I think 175 games now, so we won't know anything until October. So we're just going to go ahead and let that keep rolling on. And then we got the playoffs starting. 
Playoffs will be starting this Friday. Saturday's coming up. First games. Cleveland, they kind of dropped. Who are you I going think, for? I don't know who I'm going for yet because it's still open. Uh, Cleveland's dropped to four. They was number three. Now they yeah. dropped to four. And then you got Toronto and you also got Boston. Kyrie Irving is out, so I'm not sure what's going to happen with that. What he happened got, to Kyrie? He hurt his knee, so he's out for a while. Oh, man. Everybody's feelings are hurt. Yep. And then um, <laughs> Golden State has locked up number two underneath um, the Rockets. And then the last... I think the last five teams, they are all one game apiece, you know. So it's like the Jazz are 17, um, and then you got everybody else behind them. The Pelicans are 18, so every one game apiece. So it would be exciting to see what's going on. Philadelphia is the sleeper out there, though, because they said the process is working. They went down for a while, and now they back up. It's been down almost 15 years, so they back up and running. So we'll see what Philadelphia will do. So that's right now, that's all we got with the sports report. So stay tuned. Next week, I'll let you guys know how the first round of the playoffs went. Yo, this is Kyle Harmon of Kings Court Podcast. Please go online to www.umc.tv and check out the movie that I appear in, my first movie debut, Switching Lanes. We got a whole bevy of stars in there from Kim Fields, Terry J. Vaughn, um, a whole bunch of people, Fred Hammond, you name it. And I am starring as Cookie, the nail technician to the stars. You don't want to miss the sassy, supposed to be sexy, but really is not cookie in this movie. Check it out, y'all. Switching lanes, umc.tv. Kings Court Podcast. My name is Kanisha Johnson, and I live in a southern town called Summerston. For the most part, it's segregated. Yes, segregated in 2000-whatever. This is Sarah. Our friendship is turning this town upside down. You can call me. I won't like to run against someone who's at the rest. You know, if anybody finds out. When you're in Summerston, you stick to your own kind. I checked your Facebook page today. Is that true? Are you hanging out with white girls? I deleted three very seedy-looking friend requests. There are a lot of crazies in the world, and they prey on beautiful, young, talented girls. Muhammad Ali once said, Hating people because of their color is wrong, and it doesn't matter which color does the hating. It's just plain wrong. Nice. All right, honey, so now we got Miss Cookie in the house because my cousin had to take a pause for the calls. So we're going to kind of do two things at once. Y'all ready for the rip, the um, ratchet report and the gab report all in one, honey? Yeah, let's get it done. Did y'all come for the tea? We did. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I got it. <laughs> so, here we go. We're going to start with the ratchet because that's funny. <laughs> so, anyway, on uh, MTO News, baby, they is doing as Tamar Braxton. They had said, Tamar looks real cute. Then they said, oh, wait a second. That's not Tamar. That's Magic Johnson's son. Oh, baby. <laughs> Give them the gavel and the wrench. And the wrench and the screwdriver, boo. They did her that day. But you know, everybody can't be bald, baby. I'm just saying. Uh, Moving on. Wendy Williams is slamming Cardi B and offset after being, after they found out they were pregnant, honey. And they said, "Um, why aren't y'all getting married? Aren't so, they engaged, though, Miss Cookie? I, I they thought engaged. she was engaged. Well, they see, engaged. the real tea is, honey, why she worry about somebody else marriage when Miss Kevin don't come home Girl, tonight? I'm saying, Ooh, give uh, her the gavel. That's all I want to know. To 
Miss Kevin is giving the peen to a bunch of peens. There it is. And buying houses and cars and diamonds and furs and tickets to games and things, honey. You need to get your house in order. Right. Um... We need to talk about this housewife um, reality um, hot mess last night. I mean, it's just getting started. It was, see, it was episode number one, child. They is still reading each other for no reason. Somebody got called a struggle face, honey. Mm. <laughs> Somebody got called a Jane Amos with a wig on, child. <laughs> Somebody got called duck lips uh, and a victim. It was just all over the place. Mm. It Man. was a hot mess. And that's just episode number one, child. So, um, Candy and Portia still getting into it because of all what happened last season. Y'all all know the business. But I'm glad Portia got her little backbone and told her, look, I have apologized. Pretty much, get over it. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I'm, I'm ready for that to be over with. So, I mean, I mean, she did call her rapist, you know. So, oh, And they let her come back, so... Yeah, so I mean, how many more? That's just beating a dead horse at this point. I mean, like that's over with, boo boo. Right. Um, some other stuff in the news we need to talk about. Um, let me see my gavel report because um we need to talk about um this is a mess, and you know I don't use talk about nothing serious because I don't be interested. And I ain't that educated, but um mm-hmm. it's a hot mess what's going on over in Syria, y'all. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. We gotta talk about that. Yeah. I mean, they is burning the babies with. Bleach and all sorts of things. I just don't understand. Like, why they stay mad at folks over there? I don't. What is going on in Syria? I mean, what's what's the problem? I mean, I don't know. Anyway, I just want to send our prayers and love to those people, and hope that the Lord will resolve these issues because it's just too much going on, you know, um, in the news and things. Um, What else we got to talk about? Like I said, Miss Kenya uh, uh, Moore, she's... Uh, oh, no, no, no. This is what we got to talk about, child. Black China is beating folks to death oh. um, with strollers at Six Flags, child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's savage. What's All because somebody touched Little King, Nightly, Nightly King, whatever the child name by Tig or Tiger, whatever his no, name. No, somebody touched Dream. Oh, it was the new baby, Rob's yeah, that was baby? Yeah, Rob's, because that's why Rob is coming oh. after her one. Now he wants full custody and wants to video? minimize. There is a video. There is a video. Ooh. With her and her booty mm-hmm. and the stroller. Mm-hmm. And poor thing, lost, she lost her uh, endorsement because that the stroller company was... <laughs> That that's how she got the stroller. It was an endorsement that's right. that she was going to, oh, and now they're like, no, we don't want our stroller to be Pretty featured much. in the most ratchetest <laughs> video ever. No. Probably is on. I don't know. So we need to give her what um, bow tie, a gavel. Bam, there it is, boo. Uh, one more thing before we wrap up both the gavel and the ratchet report because we ain't got time tonight. Um. I don't want to say this is funny to me. Sheree and Kim both got fired. Half <laughs> from the Housewives of Atlanta. Chad, that's so funny mm. to me. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bone collector and the duck lips. Both <laughs> out of here, baby. Wow. And she just got back on the show. And she right. just, she just finished fired. her basement for her um prison booth. Mm-hmm. That'll get out. To 220. Mm-hmm. 22. <laughs> pretty much. Well, he ain't got nowhere to go, so he might as well stay in now because she's going to lose the house. But anyway, you ain't heard that from Miss Cookie. Um, <laughs> so that's the end. Of, but go on, give them what they need, what they came for. Give them the gavel. There it is. So at any rate, we thank y'all so much for participating. This 
uh, week's gavel and ratchet report were brought to you by somebody who paid us a check to talk about them. We don't know who, but the director going to tell you. Um, in a minute, we'll be right back. This is Miss Cookie signing off. King's Court Podcast, honey. Boom. What's up? What's up? It's your boy Genius. Right now, we're going to drop that new single off my album, Castles in the Sky. Warrior preaching. Brooke Gehart. Don't miss it. Listen to it. Share it. Let people know. Let's go. Castles in the Sky. Yeah. To understand victory, you gotta understand defeat. Uh, drop the beat. Yeah. Never let anyone tell you you can't do something, you know what I'm saying? This song is for you. Yeah, have you ever felt like giving up, falling to your knees, praying to the Lord, asking him what you should believe if this is you? Then I got a song to help you with your dreams. I won't skip a beat and break it down, how to be a king. Ooh, let me get them. Ooh, let me get them. Listen up, put your hands in the sky. Time to be more alive and get a slice of this American pie. All it is is my American pride. But could you blame me? The world forever changing, not worth even debating, I thrive through all the hating to boost radio ratings. Who cares on what you're singing? Myself, I never doubted. This is a worldwide announcement. Get off your couches and out your houses and start to live a better way. In life, you gotta be strong. I'm built like a Chevrolet. Always show love and pray for your enemies and be your warrior for many. I am a warrior. This light inside is too bright to hide. I'll stand and fight. Turn me up in the headphones. That beat, let me hear that. <laughs> yeah. Yo. Uh. Every day I wake up, I look in the mirror and say to myself, I am a winner. Killing tracks, yes, I am a stone killer. With the winning team, boy, you better roll with us. Um, but I'm looking at life, seeing that things do come with a price. Being that we leaning on misleading, things that are wrong, never right, but I never try to play like both sides. Never try to hate on your vibe, fell in my face like four times. But I'm sitting here, I'm alive. But in the essence, is the message accepted? Why is the wicked reckless and wretched and so aggressive? They're so they're quick to sell it. Me, I'm quick to tell it. I try to keep my business and pleasure completely separate but i keep getting pulled in caught in this illusion follow me and tune in i'm a problem houston your weapons are useless got you stuck on stupid i'm too fit too lit got you saying who's this uh. this light inside is too bright to hide i'll stand and fight i'm a warrior King's Court Podcast.
King's Court Podcast. Sorry for Cookie again. She always runs up in here and try to run things. Um, but I am back, Kyle King Harmon, and I have some very important people, new friends of mine. I'm so excited that they are here. They are um in the house to talk about this new organization that's a part of a local paper that's a held paper from years, 1938, I think. Mm-hmm. The star started. Yeah. And um Noise. The production people from Noise are here. They're going to tell you who they are, introduce themselves. So go around and talk. Ladies first, or the leader. No, the leader first. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Dewan. Hi, my name is Dewan Hayes. I'm the director of Noise. I'm Shamika Simpson. I'm the lead canvasser of Noise and also a writer. I am Maria Corpus, and I am the content manager for Noise. Make some noise. Make some noise for noise. (laughs) And I don't do a bunch of stuff, but primarily whatever the one asks me to do, write. Um, The podcast itself will be um, available to noise as well to do whatever, you know, we need to do as well. So bringing content pretty much is what I'll be doing. Um, And we got some other people who couldn't be here tonight, but so we want to send out love and shout out to everybody that's a part of noise. So, but I want to have, I want to turn the floor over to Mr. Hayes so he can tell us some more about the organization and what we doing, man? Certainly. So, noise is shorthand for North Omaha Information Support Everyone. Um, it's a community-led news project to bring uh, information to the people. Essentially, the Omaha Star, which is an 80-year-old newspaper, and, my, and Mind and Soul 101.3, a local FM radio station, we're working together to uh, bring news relevant to the people, to the people. Um, people don't know what they don't know. And so, we're going out to ask what do you need? And then we turn around and do some in-depth reporting from the community's perspective right back at them. Cool, cool, cool. So Shout out to Mind and Soul Radio 101.3 yeah. FM. Mm-hmm. They play some good old black music. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they play some good stuff, man. So, Ms. Shamika, while you're on the mic, go ahead on and talk about yourself, too. Um, well, I'm Mika from Doug and Mika, Mind and Soul Radio, 101.3 FM. Shameless plug, Tuesday, Friday, 2 p.m. Check me out. That's right. Um, I'm also here collaborating with The Noise Project um, as a way of bringing North Omaha's community perspective to the public. Um, I feel that we are actually impressioned upon by mainstream media. They never come ask us our perspective, regardless of what's going on. And it's about time we have stepped up to take control of over our own voices. So I'm excited to be a part of that. Um, I'm also a longtime volunteer, the Malcolm X Memorial Foundation and the Love and Jazz Center um, credentialing committee on the Democratic Party. I do a lot of stuff in the community. So I'm just excited to collaborate with everyone. Awesome sauce. And Miss Maria, you're going to talk about yourself a little bit more in depthly, if that's um, a word. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, Dwan and I, have been talking about this project for quite some time now. And so I'm really um, proud of him for all that he, all the work he's put into it. Um, but I am going to try and help get help with content creation, plan out with all of our writers and um, content producers. Uh, When are we going to release stuff? Making sure the layout looks pretty clean and nice for the star. Um, Yeah, and help with social media, get the word out. Uh, People need to have uh, easy access to information um, that's 
true news, not fake news. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all see the um, where they put together all the news stations? Sinclair. Yeah, yes. the Sinclair yes. that said the exact same thing. Yeah, they synced it all up. And they synced it up, and then you actually got to see like over 300 news stations say the exact Are same thing. Are you serious? Thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. this I is I didn't def- see that. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll send it to you. Please do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so this is definitely the type of stuff that we're looking to combat. Yeah. Certainly. So, you know... Um, this so noise came out of a study that was conducted uh, in North Omaha called an information ecosystem assessment. Essentially, two journalists came through from the Listening Post uh, Project of Internews, a, a nonprofit based out of San Francisco and worldwide uh, that support grassroots journalism and. They came through and just kind of asked people questions. Where do you get your information? How do you get how do you get news out to the community? If you right. have an event, how do you get people there? Right. And essentially, you know, it was word of mouth, mm-hmm. maybe the star, people picking up the newspaper, and maybe on social media. Right. But there was no concrete one place. Everyone's like, oh yeah, I go right here for this information. There's none of that. Right. So the um, internews and listening posts they threw out. They were like, hey, we got this grant, and we want to help y'all get something started here. And so, um, you know, myself and folks from the Star, uh, Mind and Soul, uh, some help from the Reader, we applied for this grant to get Noise started. So what we're doing now is building a team um, of uh, of community members to go out and really cover some stories right. if, if important to the community. Yeah. Um, our first print edition is going to come out April twentieth in the Star. We get one page to really <laughs> announce ourselves and re- and show what Noise is all about. But then yeah. we get to be on social media and on the radio. So. And, and the theme for that one is going to be home. Um, okay. And so what we're main thing we're going to be going out and talking to people about is what is home to you and spe- more specifically, what is North Omaha? Um, right. So folks who are listening, find us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and tell I, us what Oma- North Omaha is to you. Okay. Um, and you might just be in our first edition. Yeah. Um, we're sh- we're sharing the information quote. online. Yeah. Um, the big thing is, you know, uh, we found it's a good civic engagement question. When you ask people, what what are you? What is this place that you call home? You know, um, what is North Omaha? You know, it has a lot of connotations for a lot of people right. um, inside and out. And like True. like Mika was saying earlier, that, uh, that impression from in mainstream media outside really – has shaped a lot of people's vision of themselves and our community. So what we're trying to do is be like, okay, what are we? What is this? Right. Why do what is what is our identity? Let's keep that conversation going while we're also, you know, really bringing information that we need to be talking about. Oh, beans, man. So we got one page coming out. We know we already we've been all given our assignment. Mm-hmm. So um, and and the theme you said the theme of it or the title of it is gonna be home. Home. So pretty much asking, canvassing, and finding out what does home North Omaha really mean mm-hmm. to the community. So is that going to be like the 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 pro? I guess the the parameters and protocol for going forward every edition of the star. So so every edition is going to kind of have its own a, a theme or a tone that we'll approach. Um, okay. For the next for our full our first full edition to come out on the first week of May, it'll be also be a mailer that we send out. It'll be six pages, and it's going to be on power. Okay. Um, May 15th here in Omaha and the uh, state of Nebraska are the primaries. Okay. For register. Uh, yeah, register to vote. <laughs> you can register to vote, and early voting starts now. Um, right. Get on it, please. Please. And and you can vote at home. Absentee ballots and yes. vote-by-mail ballots, yes. those are huge. So take advantage like, of those. Especially like college students mm-hmm. and stuff like that. They can Certainly. take advantage of that, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but we're going with the theme of power because of of um, you know elections. What is our community's power? What is our individual power? Right. Um, you know, and taking those topics, and as we go through each issue for the month, we'll have we'll have the we're still kind of brainstorming each theme, but we really want to uh, center it around an idea mm-hmm. and then have stories that feed into those. Gotcha. Um, but the big difference with noise, especially in our print and um, our content, is being multimedia. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to have illustrations and photos and video and poetry, short stories, in addition to our articles because right. we understand that people learn differently right. and get information in different ways. This is true. And, you know, one of the big challenges with just a newspaper is like, you know, what if I can't read or don't want to read it? Right. I'm just not going to get the news. Right. And so being so on Mind and Soul, we'll be able to have people be able to listen to the news. Uh, we'll be able to have videos and photos and things that everyone can kind of you know, have a point of contact right. to get this information. Right. Um, I think part of this opportunity, too, is to um, bring together all of the black broadcasting that's going on, like King's Court here, um, yep. you know, the various shows on Mind and Soul Radio. Um, there's the Voices of Reason. That's a black television show. Right. On access. Huh? Yeah, Sunday morning wake yep. up. Um, Humble Kings. Humble Kings. Humble Kings. Um, <laughs> trying to get L402 and William King, 95 the Boss. Um, there's just tons and tons of black media, and it would be great if we can become a force that, you know, is, is a viable news source for our community that people can trust and know that we're going to speak for them and speak on behalf of them. Mm-hmm. And that's what's up. And that is what we will do. I mean, that's the reason why you guys are here with us tonight and after we met on Wednesday is to, to bring a co-op of community concern and and um, and just enlightening everybody because I, I do hear a lot of people who have uh, disconnected, I think, well, not disconnected, but almost like a disdain for their own community. Like, this is where I am. This is who I am. There's nothing else. Mm-hmm. And so I was very inspired by meeting y'all on last Wednesday. And and, and especially you, the one, you know, you just, you, you're like this, like, beam yes. of energy. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I just have, I'm so elated to be able to be a part of what you guys have and you bringing me into it. So, you know, we're blessed here at King's Court to just have you guys in the house. And, and we want to make sure this, everybody knows this is a family. So, you know, even though I'm local here and I may have connections back in Atlanta and all these other different places around the world, um, we start where we are. We grow where we are. And so that's the meaning of, to me, what grassroots is. But as we um, start this process, we want to make sure everybody knows this is inclusive of all communities of color and economic levels. You know what I'm saying? So and, and making everybody connect on a mental and emotional level to each other. Certainly. So that's what this project means to me. So I just want to tell you again, thank you for having me to be a part of it, you know, because it means a lot. Because Omaha has done a lot of great things for me. It's been good to me, you know what I'm saying? I've learned a lot here, um, continue to be able to meet people like you guys, and it, I think it'll mean even more to people in North Omaha to hear their voices being heard, to know their voices are being heard. Certainly. Mm-hmm. And so. I was bo- I'm born and raised here, and... Um, big thing I learned is that, you know, I I grew up in North, I grew up in North Omaha very specifically, and I, I, I always knew it to be a beautiful place until right. I was outside of it, and people would be like, oh, <laughs> you're from there? What happened there? But I was like, it's not that bad. Like, right. what are y'all talking about? <laughs> um, but, you know, the, 
with noise, North Omaha information support everyone. The support everyone is a huge thing. That's right. Um, because um, our demographics are changing, our times are changing, and I believe that if North Omaha is supported, our whole city is supported. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're if the ultimate goal is to see the city reunited as like a real place for everybody to be able to move throughout without feeling like another segregated part of the city. Mm-hmm. True. Um, and we're really trying to address that by saying like, look at these people who are here, look at the momentum that is taking place here, look at the potential that we've always had, look mm-hmm. at this history that put that put these connotations around us in the first place, and here's how we're very specifically dismantling them. Um, And so, you know, we have a really great opportunity to have funding behind this and to Mm -hmm. uh, reach out to our community and be like, hey, we see your value. Mm -hmm. If you see us as valuable, let's make this work because we got work. We have a lot of work to do. We have so much work to do. A lot of work to do. A lot of work. It's kind of intimidating, but um, I look forward to it. (laughs) Just a few panic attacks. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Make but sure it is sleep. time for us to own our own narrative. It's yes. time to own it and change it. That's mm-hmm. right. Very much so. We build that community. It's the foundation of our democracy. we got to be talking to each other. That's right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think the, the perpetuation that black people can't be unified needs to be destroyed. Right. Because I think that's what's destroying us. And we have to to be able to conduct business with the, together, you know, right. not just... Weddings and funerals and, you know, hood parties in the club. But we right. got to be able, you know, to, to do the things that we need to do to build our community up so that it's something that not only are we proud of, but I think that other communities of color that are also struggling struggling can copy our examples. There's no reason why we can't have a resurgence of a Black Wall Street right here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, there's... Billions of dollars in this city alone. I mean, this state. I mean, Omaha, Nebraska is a very wealthy state. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of powers, a lot of companies. I mean, I've been in a lot of other major cities, and, and I've never been here, needed a job, and couldn't get a job. Absolutely mm-hmm. correct. You know, so that's a lot. Of, that's a lot. You know, and it, that economic power that we have in just one city as well as a state, because we're everywhere. That's, that side note, as my friend likes to say all the time, People always ask me when I leave and go home, ain't no black people up there. So sick of hearing that. Oh my God. I'd be like, what do you, this is not South America. I mean, this is, I mean, I mean, this is not Canada. I mean, black people everywhere. What are you talking about? They're in Canada. They're in Canada. They're in South America. They're in Alaska. They're They're in Russia. They're in Europe. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean? We are everywhere. We are, everywhere. We are resilient. We are beautiful. We absolutely. are capable. We yes, are dynamic. We are. we are not a monolith, and we are nuanced. And that's what we're trying to show with noise is that we have a place here. That's right. And um, and that our our power is stronger when you're when we're united. I think it was very timely for Black Panther to come out this year. It was. Mm-hmm. And yes. I think mm-hmm. you know I watched yes. that and cried because yes. I was like. Damn, Deep. this is yes. real. It was this, surreal. Is, this is real life, yes. and we have the ability to really. Uh, I, I saw it, and I was like, "This is gonna spark revolutions, y'all!" Yes. And I feel it. Um, that For momentum real. is there, and so we're just trying to use uh, all of our tools and our resources as people to make some real. Things make happen. some noise. Make, make some, some noise. noise. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. See what I'm saying? That's why I'm so excited because he gets you excited, like yeah. he's like that Energizer Bunny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I slept. 
all day today. Oh, oh, so you got even more energy. <laughs> Let me tell you. Okay. This, this hard work, car sleep, self-love, self-care, remind yourself to take a bath, to say no when someone asks you to <laughs> right, do something. Right. Like, you know, this is, it's a lot of hard work and you would never believe how much toll it can take on your body mm-hmm. and your mind. Yep. But that's Self-love. where you build a team. When yes. Genius was talking earlier about a dynamic team, this is how you make it work. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I got a question. What's up? Who came up with the name? Um, I did. Um, we well, I was in a uh, working meeting with John Heaston from the Reader and John Pierce from the Mildred G. Brown Memorial Study Center. They're the five hundred one c three that has is releasing the funds to us, and we we're talking about North Omaha information. You know, like support, like stand up everybody or something like that. And then I was like, North Omaha information, support everyone, because mm. support it makes. At- means forward we're doing it and we're mm. going to continue to do it mm-hmm. and so um and then i named the acronym and i was like noise and i was like ah yes <laughs> yeah nice. that's easy i love and, it, I, love it. Yes. I ain't gonna lie and then i all the design and branding around it came was inspired directly by the civil rights movement um, right so like clear signage bold look you know wherever you see it you understand you know where it's coming black from. black and white yeah black and white it's clear um it's present you know it sticks in people's minds and the more you True. see it the more noise it makes Exactly. Nice. Yeah. Exactly, man. Of course, man. you have that. Make some noise. <laughs> <laughs> Which we about to do, man. Yeah. Which we are about to do. Anything else we need to know you want to tell oh, us? Oh, yeah. So um, I'm actually writing a TED Talk right now. Very hey. on, on TED voice. Talk? Yeah. TED Talk. What? Yeah. Very nice. It's yes. going to be a Creighton. It's going to be a Creighton. Are you serious? So my alma mater, Creighton University. Um, nice. They're doing their first. Shout out to the Blue Jays. Hey, Blue Jays. <laughs> they, they hoop, you know, it's whatever. Um, and... <laughs> More importantly, they produce good journalists. More, more importantly, they produce amazing journalists. This is and true. So, so I've heard. Uh, TEDx Creighton, so they got their own affiliate with TED. Wow. Um, I didn't know that. And this is the very first one this year. And wow. their, their theme is lead. And so um, I reached out to them, a tip from a current student, and told them the story and was like, this is what's happening, and they're like, "We love it." So, and it's the gonna, same day as our first issue. Yeah, first issue. Serious? First issue yeah. comes out April twentieth. Oh, so it's oh. It, yeah, oh, April twentieth. Man, that's too much. I can't take no more. Like for real. Like open that like, one for real. It's like first issue that um, issue comes out that morning, giving a TED talk in the afternoon, and then a like, soft opening, and then a soft for opening noise. of a of a collective I'm part of that night. So the 21st is going to be Sleeping Day. I know that's right. But it's Earth Day, so I actually not really. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, congrats. That's super awesome. Yeah, Yeah, man. Congratulations. TED Talk? Yep. I love TED Talks. I love TED Talks, too. That's why I'm like, don't mess it up. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. You'll do fine. (laughs) Like, sorry, brother. Yeah, don't mess that up. You represent us. (laughs) We'll do. We'll do. Cool. So, yeah, that's everything. But um, no, at Noise Omaha, Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter, and Medium.com. You'll be able to find all of our long-form, short-form multimedia content there. Um, if you're in Omaha, grab a copy of The Star. Peep the April first 20th. issue. Peep the first issue. Please do. Um, and the second, third, fourth, second, fifth, third, sixth, and fourth all of them. We're Subscribe. Running. Subscribe to the Omaha Star and you'll get us. Noise will also be on the Doug and Mika show tomorrow, Tuesday, 2 p.m. Mine is already at 101.3 FM. Um, this we'll be is, in the house. Yes, yes, yes. Just making some noise on behalf of North Omaha Information, supporting everyone. I love these people. <laughs> I love my cohorts and my new cohorts. Y'all are part of the cohorts as well. I'll give y'all royal names someday. <laughs> 
So, y'all, we have had an action-packed show, if I may say so myself, all with sound effects in the background and everything <laughs> on South 24th Street. I just want to take the time and thank everybody for uh, bringing this together. I want to thank Mr. GT Dive for always getting us on point like he always does, and um, Hub Studios for hosting us like they do. My cohorts, and especially Noise, for y'all being here. Making me sound smart and stuff. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Yes. Anytime. So, you know, I'll be there with y'all tomorrow on the show, of course. But um, thank you guys for listening in. I hope y'all learned something, you felt something, you laughed. Most importantly, laughed. Um, this is Kyle King Harmon of Phoenix Productions Group bringing you our second episode of um, Season 2 of King's Court Podcast. And we'll see y'all again next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Y'all right. be good to yourselves. Peace and love, y'all. Don't you know? 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 Don't you